0: Hey moms, welcome to this episode of the Dorenda Wilson Podcast. I'm Dorenda Wilson, wife to one, mom to eight, nana to nine, and 27-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of three books, The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, Uh, The Four-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life, and Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, which is a devotional written specifically for homeschool moms. You can find those on uh, Amazon. You can find them at DorendaWilson.com. And I am really excited that you're here today. I'm uh, hoping that uh, you'll get some clarity as we talk about whether or not we should homeschool over the holidays. That's kind of a, a question that I get a lot uh, each year uh, as we kind of move into the holidays. So I thought that would be a fun topic to cover um, and so my friend Sarah is is back with us today she joined us a couple of weeks ago for simple gift giving ideas for Christmas um, and we were discussing this particular topic and uh, she had some great ideas and thoughts and so we thought we would just have that fun conversation here uh, where y'all can listen <laughs> right. Sarah we welcome have fun. we do we <laughs> always have you. fun Sarah is my uh, good friend from oh gosh how many years Sarah has it been 15 um, Probably
1: something yeah, like that.
0: that sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I think Sam and um Josh were how old when they met? I maybe first grade, kindergarten? Yeah. Something like say, that. Yeah, 8 8-ish
1: maybe. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. so they're they're 20, Seven, 20 yeah. How old are they? <laughs> Can you remind me Joshua, how old our kids Joshua
1: are kids well, I not <laughs> <laughs> Joshua will be 22 in January. Okay.
0: Okay. And Sam just turned 22. So, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. I got that. Thanks. Yep. I appreciate that. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, you know, we've known each other for uh, a really long time, and our kids kind of grew up together. Well, they did grow up together, and so Mm -hmm. uh, we've homeschooled all these years alongside of each other and encouraged each other, and so it's so much fun to have her here and kind of pick her brain a little bit, which I used to do frequently along the way as we were homeschooling. In fact, um, Sarah was, I think you were the first person to sort of look over my manuscript of The Unhurried Homeschooler.
1: Isn't that right? Maybe. Yeah, I great. think you were.
0: Yeah, you yeah. you brought it back to me. And uh, I was like asking for some edits and some things like that. And then I ultimately ended up hiring a professional editor. But it was really great yeah. to have your thoughts and your response uh, to that. And uh, so it was just a lot of fun. So yeah. we are definitely uh, marathon homeschoolers, for sure. <laughs> so we have faced this question uh, many, many, many times over. Should I homeschool over the holidays? And so... Um, I was talking about this with my husband, and I thought his question was really good. He said, well, will it make your holidays better or worse for you? <laughs> I was Great. like, oh, you that's you know, actually a really good questions. question. <laughs> he does. He does. He said, do you need the break um, or— right. Do your kids maybe need at least some of the normal schedule or routine? These are questions to ask yourself. So we love what answering a question with the question, right? Mm. So will it make your holidays better or worse for you? Do you need the break? Do your kids need the break? You know, sometimes we're a little burnt out about now, and we could use a break um, from that. And then we're ready to get back to it after Christmas. Other times, like I know for my kids, um, they needed uh, typically... Uh, what was the rule, not the exception, was that they needed a bit of the routine
1: mm-hmm, to,
0: sure. of the normal schedule or, or it just threw them for a loop for whatever yeah. reason. So maybe we would just do math right. every day. So right. they wouldn't kind of lose momentum there because math always seems yeah. to be the thing that you quit for a few weeks and it's... You forget it can, all. It can be kind of <laughs> ugly getting back to it. That's so, right. So that was kind of... Those are just some ideas I'm throwing out there. You could do a compromise, Mm -hmm. the middle of the road. But I would say that a lot of the time by now, I was ready for just something different. And what what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, of course, uh, you've left us, but I still live in the frozen tundra from November to February. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so that really factored in a lot to, I mean, we've talked about that before here, right? The rhythms, following seasonal patterns, even for, you know, homeschooling stuff. Um, And so this is kind of where that comes into play again. You know, when there's a foot of freshly fallen snow on the ground outside, you are not holding your child's attention at the table to save your life. It's just not going to happen. So, um, in fact, I have pictures of my kids that will live in infamy um, sitting at the dining room table, gorgeous blue sky, sunny day, but, you know, huge, you know, fluffy snow drifts outside. And they're already in their snow gear at like mm-hmm.
0: 8 a.m. Right <laughs> and eating
1: eating scrambled eggs with their gloves on because <laughs> mom has said you need to put something in your stomach before you go outside because I'm not gonna see you for like four hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're just right. gonna, you know, argue and fight. anyway. So <clears throat> they were already geared up, but I made them all sit down and eat breakfast first before they went out. Um <laughs> so I don't know, maybe there's a lesson in there. But anyway, so <laughs> We follow those rhythms. And like you, I think that time of year, whether you're gearing up for family coming into town or you're gearing up to travel or you're just ready for kind of a little bit of a break. Mm -hmm. um, Our family, we we pretty much took took a break from the structured Mm -hmm, schoolwork from about mid-November. We kind of just like whenever you finished up a chapter or a unit or, you know, whatever you were working on before Thanksgiving, don't start a new one.
0: Right, right. right.
1: And then we didn't do any structured stuff until right. that's a word. Um, I, I was <laughs> like, huh,
0: how do you spell that? <laughs> <Yeah. Okay.
1: laughs> Don't ask. <Okay. laughs> we really didn't pick it up again. And actually, we didn't pick it up again maybe until like the month of February we did some stuff. But then mm-hmm. we also took another break in March for several years. Um, we did a big Iditarod Uh, dog slavery study for the month of March. So fun. Every family is different, but we definitely took from like
0: mid-November through the new year. Right. Totally off. Right. Right. So you're talking about six weeks there and that I think might put some of these moms hearts into palpitations (laughs) being worried (laughs) about falling behind. Can you just speak to that real quickly? Because Mm -hmm. I, I can too, but I want you to share your thoughts first.
1: Well, this goes back to another episode we did together, right? Talking about mm-hmm. who's who decides. Right. You know, who, who's in mm-hmm. charge of, of the the measuring stick. Right. And if the parent is in charge of the measuring stick, then you're the one deciding. That's so, right. So, and honestly, we tended to start probably a little bit earlier mm-hmm. in the school year and um, mm-hmm. You know, again, I kind of feel like our family did sort of more like a year-round schooling model. Yes, yes, you know, yes. because when it's like super hot and you don't want to go outside, well, then we'll bust out some bookwork. Right, know? right. Um, and so we could take longer breaks different mm-hmm, times of the year mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. we had kind of padded our schedule like that.
0: Yeah, that's again. Yep. you're in charge, moms. Absolutely, and remember, the <laughs> curriculum is not your master. No, it's your servant. <laughs> so it's there right. to serve you, and if it's not. Yeah. If it's not gonna serve you as well as taking some time yeah. to observe your favorite Christmas traditions, to spend time together mm-hmm. reading extra, reading Christmas stories or whatever yeah. it is you love to do, sledding outside. It doesn't have to be right? it doesn't have to be booky, you know. Nope. nope. <laughs> um but you know, I think it's just important to um I think acknowledge your family culture, you know. For yeah. us, we had five boys. Out of the eight kids, five were boys. So that meant... There was more outdoorsy stuff happening during yes. that time. They were sledding and um yes. you know, making you know, making their own, <clears throat> own snow forts and igloos and whatever out Dang, there. Wilderness um,
1: men in the woods.
0: Absolutely. The yes. <laughs> and they were doing it in the harsh cold, which was even better. And I'm like, Bye bye, <clears throat> have fun. I'm gonna stay in That's here right. where the fire is warm. <laughs>
1: because I will need the next four hours to prepare the calorie load that you will right. require when you come
0: back in. <laughs> yes, and the mess is all of your snow. Yes. Sm- no <laughs> clothes start to you know oh. the snow melts off your clothes uh-huh. right uh-huh. so yeah and I think the point is um, you know honor your family culture honor yeah. what's important to your family and don't don't be ashamed of that um, and don't let a curriculum change that for you and right. I think also you know as I'm listening to you talk about other things that we do the point mm-hmm. is that we're doing them together. You know, yep. so whatever we're doing, we're doing it together and we're making, we're making memories together and we're, mm-hmm. uh, we're participating together. And I think that's that's something that's really, really precious, and it's such a mm-hmm. short amount of time every year. And we were talking earlier um, when we weren't recording. Um, I've been listening to a uh, like a culture building webinar and building culture at home, mm-hmm. and specifically about Christmas and just how um, those things should reflect our family and our in our family mm-hmm. culture and our faith, and that those those things are. Uh, those are kind of like um, milestones. Um, what did I call them? What did she call them? Something along the lines of like, okay, so time, we know time passes quickly, but Christmas, the holidays is like a plot line um, mm. where where we stop and we remember. Um, yeah. Of course, the first thing we're remembering is the gift of Christ yeah. and just yeah. him giving himself and giving his life. And um, And she was talking about how um, everything um, that he touched, he made better. And mm-hmm. so, um, whether it was relationally or personally or whatever, um, and I and we we have the opportunity to walk that out during the holidays in a way that an, a non believer can't. Um, right. So we're basically we can do Christ's work and continue His work, um, and specifically through the holidays because they are so really centered, whether, whether people like it or not, they're centered, anchored and rooted in Christian, you know, in the Christian faith. And so, um, and so it's a wonderful time. Like, Like you go to the, you go to the, um, to the mall and they're, they're literally playing Christian music. You know, they never right. play it any other time of year. <laughs> but now we're thinking, singing about Jesus and Christ, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. And, it, and it's okay, you know. And so it's right. like just right. relishing in that and um, enjoying that with our families. But uh, I just love the idea of um, letting it, letting that just that time uh, as we're you know those six weeks we're talking about, just let it, let it reflect who you are as a family. And and I think it's it can be. It's really important to, you talked about in the last uh, episode, bringing our kids into the um, the gift buying, some ways to do that, or yeah. the gift giving, even when they're not specifically buying gifts for somebody, but even at young ages, bringing them into that, bringing them into the cookie baking, bringing them into um, the the different things that we like to do over the holidays. And that is just yeah. a it's an invitation. And I think that's another way to look at it is, okay, we're, we're saying, um, we're going to, you know, we're going to try these things and we invite you to come and let, let's do these things together and let's try these things together and see what we think, you know, is this something yeah. we want to keep doing? Um, so. And isn't that it,
1: kind of, I mean, that's educational all in its own, Absolutely. Right? I think of, <clears throat> like, if the idea of, you know, putting quote unquote schoolwork away for mm-hmm. the holidays kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, gives you a panic attack. Okay, <clears throat> then figure out how to how to incorporate the, you know, the the traditions or the activities of that mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. into learning. Right. So I don't know, if you've got an uncle visiting over the holidays who's an amazing woodworker, ask him if he mm-hmm. can do a project with some of your kids who are interested. Or if oh, you have yeah. another family member who's visiting who's, you know, maybe a artist or a you know somebody who's into technology like incorporate the people you don't see very often. What a what an incredible way to help them connect with with your kids, mm-hmm. not not just around, you know, food of the table kind of,
0: you know. Right, but, right, exactly. And, and, and then and,
1: it's and, and it's sharing the burden, right? Then it's mm-hmm. not all on you as the parent. They're mm-hmm. building relationships with these relatives that are visiting. Great experiences all
0: the way around. Absolutely, and you talk about changing things up. Um, last week, I did um, an episode with Amy uh, Pitts Fox, um, and she has mm. a book called Countdown to Christmas, where mm-hmm. there's activities. So it's it's stories for each day um, in a countdown to Christmas. I think it's fourteen days before uh, for, before Christmas. It might be Advent, so it might be longer than that. I don't know, but she has sure. a uh, like a lot of his history history um, historical stories uh, that relate to Christmas um, to read each day so you can change things up and do something like that where you're reading a story and then she has activities um, songs different uh, crafts you can do so you can like pick and choose what works for you maybe all you're going to do is read the story you know um, or you're going to read the story and do the activity depending on the age of your kids and so that's another uh, you know great way to change things up and and I think that kids, um, it it can be kind of refreshing to do that. And and it also takes a load off of us in terms of giving Mm -hmm. us more margin for the other things that we, you know, we want to do during the holidays, like, you know, our gift buying and wrapping and decorating and all those kinds Mm -hmm. of things. But yeah, and all of those things, our kids are learning. I think that's something that's so important that is easy to forget that children are learning all the time. They're little sponges, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it doesn't take a lot uh, for nope. them to be, you know, just get them a bit engaged. And man, they're firing on all cylinders, and you really actually have no idea how much they're taking in and learning and processing. and And this is such a great time of year to be able to do hands on things, which you right. know, when you're using more than one of your senses, you, it's gonna just, it's gonna. Uh, Sinks be, in that much more. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be uh, become that much more like solidified. Um,
1: exactly. So, yeah, yeah. I yeah. we loved unit studies for that reason this time mm-hmm. of year especially, and you can mm-hmm. you know again Google and Pinterest are our friends, right? <clears throat> and you can find just about anything. You can find you know unit studies on Advent, or we found mm-hmm. one years ago that was actually a, a unit study on spices. Oh. And You know, you're baking and doing all those things anyway, but what a fun thing to learn about, you know, the old traditional, like the history of the spice trade. And I don't think a lot of us, I learned a lot because I didn't realize, you know, what an impact that had on world travel Mm. back, you know, Mm -hmm. in days of old, right? Mm -hmm. But that was Mm -hmm. largely what drove people across the continents, weirdly. Wow. (laughs) It was either war or spices. Right. (laughs) Okay. I told
0: you, moms, she doesn't forget anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true. It's true. No, that's so, you awesome. know, and some of that stuff is just really fun to talk about while you're right. baking cookies and while Absolutely. you're, you know, engaged with family and doing things yeah. or if you want to get yeah. really nerdy, if you're going to go snow tubing with the family up at the ski hill. You know, but you've got, like, you know, a whole house full of people the day before. Well, have some library books on hand that talk about mm-hmm. weather patterns and snowflakes and
0: mm-hmm. get
1: grandpa to read those to the kids while you're gathering all the snow gear. You know, I mean, it's...
0: exactly.
1: You just think, you know, when you just live life and think right. about what it is that you're doing and or about to do, and then... Really, go to your library website and just punch that word in.
0: Right. <laughs> and you'd right. be
1: amazed at, at yeah. what is available, you know, yeah. for, you know, whether it's, you know, they have short little videos, mm-hmm. you know, that you can either check out or some, a lot of libraries now, you can just watch them online. There's
0: right. And then there's just, there's, there's, there's YouTube, of course. Of course. You know, YouTube, yep, I mean, all, like yeah. the other, the other day we were just, uh, we were doing a devotional and, and it was, uh, it was a science and nature combination. Um, cool devotional uh sherry seligson wrote it um and i love it uh but it's it it, she was talking about the hydrologic cycle and uh just how uh in the book of job um actually there's verses there that literally describe that cycle but nobody gave it a name or affirmed it scientifically for you know how many years later till like the 1800s so it's just amazing it's so cool (laughs) so then you're you're seeing this cycle but you're like okay let's 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 I would like to know a little more specifically, what is the hydrologic cycle? Get on YouTube, four minutes long, seriously, super simple, straightforward. It was wonderful. So it's those kinds of things you can do really quickly as you're going along throughout Mm -hmm. your day with the kids and everybody's learning so much and they're engaged and it's fun and it's different, you know, and I think that's... And who wouldn't
1: love to talk about that instead of, you know, like politics and religion around the dining room table? Yes, please. You just hear them all. I know that there's I know there's many other families out there that, you know, <clears throat> have blended views on all those things and Thanksgiving yes. and Christmas can be like landmines, right? Absolutely.
0: Let's talk so, about the hydrologic bust out cycle. The hydrologic. <laughs> <laughs> or let's talk about <laughs> spices. Hey, I see you have yeah, salt and exactly. pepper on the table. <laughs> right. <laughs> let's have a discussion right. about that. Kids, neutral, what do you know about salt and pepper <laughs>
1: discussions? <laughs> Oh, that's it. great. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm just awesome. gonna jot a note down. I need to go read Job again now because this is that's that's fascinating to me.
0: Yeah, it was <clears> really, <throat> really fascinating. So, so cool. um yeah, so I think that overall the message here is do what works for your family. And yeah. and also if you're you're You want to take the time off, but you feel guilty. Sarah and I are veteran homeschooling moms who are here giving you permission not to homeschool, quote unquote, um, you know, the normal stuff over the next few weeks. Just enjoy the holidays. Enjoy the break. I know for me, it was perfect because by the time... January 1st rolled around. I'm like, I am so ready for a schedule. I am ready for a routine, and they're ready for a routine. The problem was I typically, after all the sugar, I would put the kids on a Daniel (laughs) fast. <laughs> and they would be uh, like no sugar uh, i mean we uh, it was a Daniel fast with protein because you can't do that with the boys you can't not give them protein oh gosh but, yeah no. you know but it was just like basically a severe uh you know sugar reduction and all of that yeah. and so yeah. they, to this day they howl about that so there's another new year tradition <laughs> for y'all you know
1: <laughs> there you go there you go oh, i will buddy. say i will say just because Um, I know myself well enough to know and remember that. Mm -hmm. um, And I think maybe this is why we usually ended up being more off until maybe more like February. Right. (laughs) Because I was not good at um, finding a moment, just a quiet moment, you know, in between there before the end Mm -hmm. of the year to at least sketch out the first week back. Right. So, you know, then – you know, the first Monday after New Year's hits and I was like, oh, right, right. We're here again.
0: We, we homeschool. I'm, I'm that's mentally right. ready,
1: but I've, <laughs> I've planned nothing. Right. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. You know, <clears throat> if people are really, you know, purposed to get right back at it after the first of the year, I would just encourage them to um, either take a moment now mm-hmm. or, you know, during the downtime over the holidays. Yes. To at yes. least sketch out that first week because then you can mm-hmm. keep planning. You right know, and I
0: love week. that um that week between Christmas and New Year's um, yeah. It's kind of like an unweek. You typically don't yes. plan anything. And you, there's been a lot of hoopla. So we keep right. everything super low key. But my big thing is putting away the Christmas stuff and yep. so that the house is ready for the new year. And the kids all help me with that. Again, that is yep. organizational mm-hmm. skills, communication, mm-hmm. following directions. Mm-hmm. You know, that all counts. Yep. Um, and then just sort of like prepping our, ourselves for the next, you know, the next Monday. Where, and we may start like a light start on that Monday just so... It's not overwhelming. Um, yeah. You know, maybe start yeah. with one or two subjects, and then you know, maybe math and some reading or whatever. Right. Um, right. And then slowly build up throughout the week till we're back to a normal schedule. So yeah. um, there you have it, moms. There's a little bit of uh, sage advice from the two old homeschooling moms <laughs> here, and we hope that you found something, uh, something worthwhile, something you can use. Um, you can tuck some of these things away, and hopefully, mm-hmm. you can make. Um, a good decision as to what your homeschooling will look like, um, over the holidays. Cause like we said, kids are always learning. So even if you're not doing book work, your kids are still doing school because they're, yep. they're always learning. So, um, anyway, we're thankful that you were here today. We hope you'll join us, uh, for another episode we're going to do, uh, in about another week called weaving Christmas and worship into homeschooling. So we hope you'll join us for that. Thanks for being here today and we'll, uh, we'll see you soon.